Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Sweep, Southwest's exciting, energetic people. NAFAC Southwest's very own podcast coming at you from the beautiful San Diego, California. And we're here talking about what the command is all about. We'll hear stories from various people talking about their experiences around the command, along with entertaining, informative topics. NAFAC Southwest stands for Naval Facilities Engineering Command Southwest, and we plan, build, and maintain sustainable facilities, delivering environmental utilities and other critical base services. I'm Lynn Pence, your host, so let's get started. Hi, everyone. So I'm here with Pat Warden. We are still in Ridgecrest right now and super excited to hear what he has to say. So how are you doing today, Pat? Good, good. 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 So glad that you can join us here today. So we'll just get right into it. Um, kind of tell us a little bit about yourself. So I've, uh, I've been here at the Public Works Department at China Lake for just over 39 years now. Oh, wow. <laughs> I came here out of college from West Virginia. Okay. Uh, 1983. Uh, started out as a Design civil engineer. Okay. And what is uh, currently known as our FIAD. Uh, gotcha. Acquisition. And it was known as contracts back then, contracts and engineering. Right. Um, worked about 17, 18 years in that, and I got detailed to do a um, work on a commercial activity study. Okay. Uh, where we were looking at doing a uh, commercial activity study on our shop functions. Oh, interesting. And uh, they were being competed for uh, the, with the private sector. Okay. So that those, I think there were a number of those in San Diego at the time too. Right, right. Uh, but that was about 1997, 1998 timeframe, and uh, you know that study lasted about six years. But in the interim, we stood up what is now our facility management division. Okay. And I was the uh, I was became the requirements branch head in there. So I never got oh, back. Nice. Never got back to engineering. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to learn a whole lot about our shop functions right. during the CA study, things that I didn't normally uh, deal with every day as a design engineer. As a designer. <laughs> so um, that really um, prepared me, for, especially for the position I'm in now. Um, right. Uh, requirements branch head for a few years, and then our facility, our FMD position came open, and I was the facility management division head. Right, right. Up until 2012. Um and then since 2012, I've been the DPWO for just over 10 years. Wow, 10 years in this position. <laughs> uh, so a lot of people uh, ask, you know, why, uh, how could you have stayed in one place so long? I was going to ask, yeah. <laughs> sort of, in sort of my generation, you know, once you put down roots and you really like where you're working and what you're doing. Right. Um, you know, that, that type of thing happens, but uh, vastly different environment. Uh, from where I came from in West Virginia, and I think right. that's what really struck me. Plus, you can do things year-round here outdoors, right. and 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 it's a it's a relatively uh, isolated place that has, right. has no traffic, no traffic, <laughs> and uh, it just takes a few minutes to get to work. So, right. uh, the work-life uh, balance was really good for me. So you see that as like a, a really good benefit with NAFAC? I or, do. You know, you, know, as, mm-hmm. you know, the PWO and I, we have meet and greets with all of our mm-hmm. new onboards at least once a month. Good. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things, we talk to them about uh, various NAFAC initiatives and who we are and okay. what we contribute uh, good. to the Navy's mission on base. And one of the things we stress is, you know, the work-life balance here. Good. You know, you're... It doesn't seem like there's a lot of things to do here, but there's a lot of things within a very close proximity. Okay. I like the Sierra Nevadas. There's tons of stuff to do there. Right. I've heard about that. Yeah. Mammoth is a few hours north. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're closer to Vegas than most other Californians are. You know, so you right. Three hours you can go there. Or we can 
you know, I, I remember in my early years, I went to San Diego at least once a year. Once a year, yeah. To, uh, you know, hit the beaches and play golf. So Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, you know, you can do a lot of things on the weekends. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and the other thing we've been stressing, uh, you know, uh, since the late 90s, this was okay. one of the first places that adopted a flexible work schedule. Okay, great. And, uh, you know, we were still known as the Naval Weapons Center. Okay. I think at that time we hadn't merged with NAVFAC like we did in 2004. Okay. Uh, uh, but they uh, instituted what's called the 549 plan, which is you work five days one week and four days the next week, and you get every other Friday off. Right off, right. And all of the tenants, wow. the host and all the tenants, adopted that schedule. So okay. essentially there's very few operations, if any, going on on that Flex Friday. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. I think I've mentioned that when I've talked to some of the people here and they said that's, oh, it's their day off on Friday tomorrow or something like that. And I'm like, well. And so it's, it's, you know, since we, uh, regionalization happened and uh, we became a public works department working for NAVFAC Southwest in 2004, 2005 timeframe. And uh, it's been a little more difficult given that People in the San Diego and other installation areas have different RDOs. Right, right. Um, and But we, uh, you know, we think that's a really neat thing, allowing people sort of a three-day weekend every, mm-hmm. other, every other weekend to right. go and explore and go wherever they want to. Okay, got it. And you've been in Ridgecrest since moving from West Virginia? From West Virginia, yes. Wow, okay. Yep. Yeah. And, and your family is here as well. <laughs> yeah, well, most of my family mm-hmm. that I grew up with, they all live on the East Coast. Okay. Uh, I had some relatives that uh, now live outside of Las Vegas, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I just love the climate. Yeah, you, it, this is it. <laughs> it, gets, it gets pretty warm right. in a few months of the summer, but mm-hmm. you know, now you know we're in the 60s, 70s, uh, mm-hmm. we're just coming out of winter and coming out of, yeah. other places, you know. It's a lot tougher right. east. I'm like, I don't want to experience any more winters. And the winter, <laughs> the winter colds over there, right? <laughs> so, yeah, we, we try to stress those things to folks coming here. Good. And, uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's very uh, beneficial. You know, either you like small towns, or you don't, right? Or you're right. More, you're more, uh, uh, you're more uh, attracted to the metro areas, metro areas things like right. that. But uh, I've always liked small towns, so that's mm-hmm. pretty well. Right, right. So kind of describe your day-to-day here, um, you know, as the DPW. Well, you know, one of the things that Naval Air Weapon Station at China Lake is, uh, you know, there's 1.2 million acres. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I've heard. It's so big. It's vast. You can see, you know, that's our south range. Yeah. Which this comes off in this little connector down here connects to that. So you got this part huge, and this part down south. Right. Um, and, you know... The really interesting thing here is it, it's probably not like a lot of other Navy installations. Okay. It, it's an RDT, RDAT&E. Okay. And what is that? Research, development, acquisition, test, and evaluation. Oh, I see. Okay. For, uh, for weapons development and testing. Okay. So Understood. Um, a lot of unique types of facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, um, and, of course, our utility systems, there's just literally miles of our electrical distribution system, our water distribution system. Right. And a lot of outlying sites that have self-contained utility systems. So okay, um, you know it, it's um, it, it's really diverse in the type of work that you are confronted with every day. So, okay, you know our RD, our largest RDA and uh, RDA T and E customer is of course the Naval Air Warfare Center. Okay, division. Right. They're a they're a portion of Nav Air. Right. 
and uh, they have the main mission here. They have maintenance responsibility for most of the facilities, and they pay us reimbursably to uh, maintain right. those facilities. So, got it. Um, uh, having the, uh, another interesting thing is there's roughly sixty five hundred uh, employees on base, and they're all civilian. Okay, so yeah. They have a military Seems presence like of around five or six hundred. Okay, so, so it's very civilian it's run. Very civilian here. run mm-hmm. uh, with the type of functions that they have. Uh, so. We're already in the business of, uh, of trying to recruit and retain mm-hmm. civilians. Good, in, good. In a, in a largely civilian environment. Uh, so, uh, but just my day-to-day, you know, as the deputy, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's varied uh, greatly since when I was just a design engineer doing facility and yeah, projects. Yeah, right. Um, and then, you know, managing facilities management, which was largely, you know, inducting all of the work requirements. Right. Uh, into our requirements branch, and then asset management documenting all of our projects. Right. And, uh, and it seems like you do do a lot here all, all <laughs> on real, this base. All the real property accounting. So right. most of the PWDs in Southwest have all of these functions. Right, right. You know, but uh, with our, our real property, which are the facilities and the utility systems and all the built-in equipment with them, um, you know, they're, they're spread out <laughs> over such an area mm-hmm. that – you know, when we're talking about doing a PM on something, and some people ask us, well, why did it take four hours? Well, it took, <laughs> two, it took two hours to go there and come back. Right, you know, right. In some instances. But most of the concentration of facilities are around the main site area. Okay. But still, even traveling over to what, you know, Mike Michelson Laboratory or someplace like that. Okay. Uh, you know, which only seems a few minutes away, but it's such a large facility. So Right. Yeah, it, it's... Uh, it, it was just the type of work, but my day to day, really now, uh, you know, overseeing four different divisions, right? Of very diverse functions. Mm-hmm. Um, environmental doesn't report directly to me, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I still have uh, awareness of everything that they're doing. But, you know, it's kind of like a small city. Yeah, I was kind of picturing that in my head. <laughs> you know, you have we have a large, nearly two hundred. Uh, wage grade trade okay. uh, in-house workforce right. that responds and does PMs and responds to emergencies and, and you know, largely maintaining the facilities and utilities. They do some small projects. And then when we have to contract out for bigger work in the facilities and okay. utilities, uh, we do that through our fee ad. Okay. So, right. you know, it, it's it's like having a lot of different tools at your fingertips to uh, <laughs> to support whatever the warfighter needs. Exactly. And you've been in this position and... You know, and at redress for a while, so it's keeping you here. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I really, uh, you know, and I've enjoyed working for NAVFAC. They're uh, they're more structured, good, you know, mm-hmm. than we were as a NAV Air PWD. Mm-hmm. And of course, they do a lot of the same things at other places. So You're right, there's the ability to reach back and call people and uh, ask them how they're doing something. Good, in particular, uh, we didn't have that reach back support as a NAV Air Public Works Department before. Ah, oh, I understood. Okay. So, um, you know, the day-to-day, that's, uh, you know, operationally uh, performed to plan. Right, you know, right. Uh, and and uh, we're in a re- really challenging time right now, especially post-earthquake recovery. Right. Uh, there was a new command set up here by PAC. Okay. Uh, and they, um, you know, they handle all the Milcon projects associated with the earthquake recovery. Uh, but our FIAD here in the Public Works Department okay. had a large repair workload that went along with that. So I've heard, right. So, uh, How are those efforts coming along, by the way? 
I think everybody in the department is doing a great job. Good. Just, just you know, staying uh, as current as we possibly can. Okay. Uh, and, of course, we, we have eyes on that every day. Right. Exactly how we're doing. Uh, I think we're largely on schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we have a very demanding rdt customer, you know, that they, they need to be up and running. So right. They, they, can, they can perform their mission pretty well. I know kind of traveling around the base, we're seeing a lot of things kind of being put up and restructured and whatnot. So it's kind of, uh, you know, interesting to see that right now, like everything is coming into place, so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, immediately after, uh, I mean, the support that we got. Yeah, uh, right, right. Back as a whole was Mm -hmm. just unbelievable. Good. Uh, We couldn't, we wouldn't be in the position we're in now without the reach back support from uh, uh, the FEC in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And other PWDs sent wage rate workers here. Right, to right. Help recover. To help, right. It was the worst time uh, of the year to be here. It was in July. July, right. <laughs> you know, and so, uh, uh-huh. it, it, was, uh, it was tough. But uh, uh, NAFAC uh, really uh, came through uh, for the Navy. With the people, here, you know, willing to help and whatnot. Oh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, Good. And, and put together a program that's being executed. Now, so uh, you know, I, I I couldn't be prouder. Good. It was kind of surreal watching uh, most of the stuff that I'd worked on for you know thirty eight years um, be destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Know, or, or need to be rebuilt. Right. So, right. Uh, I thought, well, wow. You know, so hopefully. Uh, okay. Oh, July fourth. Yeah. It was a holiday, and then I. You know, unfortunately for me, I was here in town. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, but we had people scattered all over the place, and uh, right. uh, the installation, uh, they uh, activated the EOC immediately after right. the first earthquake. And so we got things started that Thursday, um, and then came into Friday, and we're making more progress, getting a lot of the systems back up, and, and then we had the big one on Friday night. Friday night, that's what I heard. I had, wow. I start, uh, start back from scratch on Saturday. So, wow, uh, my gosh. It well, was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, those were probably the most challenging uh, several months of my career. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, something like that happens. Uh, uh, there's, not, uh, there's not a playbook, essentially. Right. There, there are a lot of resources that you can, you can use to, uh, to determine what you need to do next. But, <laughs> Uh, you know the NAFAC resources that we got up here were just fantastic, and, uh, and that's and good. Together that program that quickly, and it's good to hear from someone that was like actually here when that you know kind of happened, and you're like trying to wow, what? How do we implement this? What do we do? Because in the beginning of this, you know, when we started this podcast, we spoke to some of the engineers down um, that actually helped facilitated uh, a lot of the work that's going to be done or is is done right now, and it was just like amazing to hear how their stories were just on their end of things like trying to get everything good you know ready and let's help out and then now we're speaking to someone that actually was here and it happened and you know your what your job entailed to help facilitate everything yeah the pwo and i couldn't right. have uh have managed all of that alone yeah so I, right I, I don't mind saying that it, it's uh it, it was just so uh monumental but right uh, right you know for the first two weeks uh, we had to somehow do damage assessment right that's what so they mentioned that's where mm-hmm. the NAFAC uh, resources of engineers that came in mm-hmm. right. from all over the place really enabled us to do that I mean we had teams at one point we had 14 teams of wow. three or four people going out all day okay wow doing damage assessments and recording you know what they found and and from that 
you know, came the project program. How does that, you know, since you do have an engineering background and you're designing and whatnot, and then you see something happen, do you, does it tap into you? Like how you like, well, how you want to see this through, so to speak, you know, we, versus your position now? Yeah, one of the things um, that's interesting after a natural disaster is right. a damage assessment. So, uh, you know, there really is kind of a playbook for that okay. in California. Uh, but we had to have folks that were really qualified to be able to right. see and look and, and determine, you know, the extent of the damage and, okay. and what may uh, possibly need to be done. So we kind of color-coded facilities and categories, uh, you know, that weren't, weren't damaged, that were damaged but could still be used and that were beyond repair or, right. or beyond, beyond being able to be used at that time. Oh, wow. And so um, we had some very experienced folks helping us out with that. Uh, uh, but if that, you know, that two-week period where they really, uh, I mean, assessed, and I, I can't believe I can't remember the number, but it was something in the 1,200s of facilities. My goodness, wow. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, which, uh, you know, what, what would normally take you six months? But the mission here is very important right. to the Navy, and uh, they need to get it back up and running. So. Right, so I've heard. Um, you know, besides this that, you know, happened, and, you know, that's great that everybody kind of pulled through and is doing their job, what are some other experiences or projects that you have worked on recently? Um, so, for you specifically. Yeah, probably. You know, really, I'm looking at operations. I'm, okay. I'm trying to be centric on operations in each Good. division, mm -hmm. and how things are how things are going, and how they're resourced. Okay. You know, and I, I think that uh, we have over 20 supervisors first, you know, in, in this department. Okay. Between shop supervisors, branch heads, and division heads, and myself, mm -hmm. uh, I try to help them as much as possible with that. Good. Um, and, and then you know we have things that we look at daily with okay. respect to you know how we're operating and are we executing and where are we at with the PM program how many uh, service repairs have we done to date yeah, it's largely uh, high up tempo operations okay every day uh, you know I may have a list of things that I want to attack tomorrow mm -hmm. um, if I get halfway through them I'll be lucky but there's <laughs> there's going to be stuff inserted in right that, right that you didn't anticipate so, oh, I see. And COVID has been a real challenge. Challenge, right, you know, for everybody <laughs> across the board. Just how do we continue to operate? And, mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, when we do have people that uh, that become infected, you know, how are they doing? Are they okay? Good. Uh, we do some level of reporting. Okay. the command for those folks. And, uh, you know, what are, what are the protocols in the workplace? So okay. Operationally, though, just transitioning to a largely telework environment. Okay, right. Uh, I can't say enough about our employees and our <laughs> managers, how they transition to that. Good. Mm -hmm. and I think the earthquake recovery, uh, you know, we knew that's a focus. So mm -hmm. we can't deviate from what we need to get done there. Okay. Yeah, well said. Um, do you see in your many years being here the benefits of working at NAFAC well, for you personally? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I said, we've been, we transitioned to NAFAC in about 2004 or five time frame. I think. Uh, okay. You know, we can identify easier with people of, of, of similar disciplines. Okay, you great. Know, prior to uh, to our involvement with NAFAC or being part of a NAFAC command, uh, we were a public works department mm -hmm. that was attached right. to the NAV Air Command. Right. And so we were kind of a standalone. We're the only 
civil engineers, electricians, plumbers, <laughs> high voltage electricians, mm-hmm. and nav air, right? Just in the public works department. Whereas now with the NAFAC community, we have folks that are just like us. Okay. At a lot of different places, uh, so you know we have the ability to uh, uh, to liaison with those folks and and to uh, get their feedback on things that okay. we're facing and. Uh, feel probably like more of a facility and utility community. Okay. Uh, since being with NAFAC. Oh, I see. So do you, f- um, the person we spoke to, John, before you was kind of like, he felt like it, it's kind of a little family here. <laughs> you know, I, I can't, yeah. you know, when I first started, um, I think the public works department here had five to 600 people in it. Okay. Which was a lot. Right. Uh, we're now, you know, about 280. Okay. Have over three hundred billets. We still have some vacancies, but uh, you know we've had people doing a great job with our recruitments. Oh, uh, that's good. <laughs> and uh, you know our administrative officer Patty Sabrakis is just a ton of credit. <laughs> good, uh, good. We're really tracking uh, recruitments and stuff. But the supervisors, uh, you know, really taking the time you know to be involved in these recruitments. Good, that's good. We want to hear that. Um, you know, I know with the HR department, you know, they want to hear things like that on the staffing side and making sure that we're helping out all our different um, areas yeah. here for NAFAC Southwest. So, um, you know, lastly, just are there any last words you kind of want to share about Ridgecrest or in general well, you know, with our audience? Um, find a way to start, you know, integrating our workforce with uh, with younger workers on, okay. on the white collar side, right, right. You know, on, on the on the trade side, on the wage grade side, we have a really good apprenticeship program. Mm-hmm. At Southwest Friends, right. And we we've uh, you know we've hired a lot of apprentices that are still working for us here. Oh, and good. That's a great way to grow the wage grade workforce. Most definitely. Well, really great talking to you, Pat. Thank you so much for being with us on this episode. Hey, thanks for having me, Lynn. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Sweep. If you want to know more about NAFAC Southwest, check out our website at nafac.navy.mil forward slash swcareers. We have a lot of exciting new opportunities to join the team and learn about all the great things we do to help our facilities. Join us again soon for another episode, and we'll see you on the next one.